entertainment, relationships, art, culture. If it's happening to or around us, let's talk about it. My name is Camille, your host, and I'd like to welcome you to the Soul Soul Dope Dope Show. Welcome to the Soul Dope Show. It is Wednesday, May 12th. I wrote it down this time. 2021 and I am live from Columbus's first black owned brewery. I've been working on that word. <laughs> Crafted culture here at 505 Morrison in Gahanna. So welcome back. It's been a couple weeks. The last time we were here, we were with DJ Dami Styles, um, having story time with Dami. And I'm gonna have Dami back because Dami has lots and lots of stories to share with the world. Let me pull my mic up a little bit. All right. So I want to get into um, some of the things that are happening in the world right now before I get my guests, guests, two of them up here. Um, We will have Sipping with Sizzle tonight. I have no idea what he's bringing up here, but I'm sure it's going to be good. And then I have Courtney Taryn Alexander as my guest, and we'll talk more about her and everything she has going on. But first, I want to get into some news. Some of this stuff I know nothing about, really. But I do know that there are people in the South putting gas in plastic bags. I do know that. So, according to what I read, what had happened was <laughs> there was a cyber attack on a pipeline, gas line. I can't remember exactly where, but Southeast. And uh, people are panicking and running out of gas in uh, multiple places. Um, including a location where I am supposed to be this weekend. They don't have any gas. Um, So, from what I understand, everything is back up and operating. But if that's not the case, it may cause some issues up here for us, up here in the northern half of the state. So, developing story, we'll keep an eye on it, see what's happening, because gas is very important. Um, also, don't put gas in plastic bags, because why? Because wh- there, it was like a Kroger bag, or like a big, and the lady <laughs> had several of them in her trunk full of gasoline. totes as well okay um a lot of the problem with shortages is greedy people um you know we saw it with toilet tissue and granted gas is more way more important than toilet tissue because there are other ways to clean yourself i'm i'm still unclear (laughs) what (laughs) what the panic was with the toilet tissue because you can Clean yourself in other ways. Um, That's not as dire. But so going on a trip this weekend, um, family trip, and the rental car person is like, we don't have any gas. (laughs) I have a little bit of gas, trying to get some gas. Um, So if you don't know, also, if you can't rent a car the traditional way, there's a whole service where you can like rent people's personal cars or whatever. And some people have multiple cars that they rent out. It's kind of like, 
what is that where you rent? Yes, Airbnb, but like car BNB. <laughs> That's not what it's called, so don't Google that. But same concept. Anyways, the guy's like, uh, no, you at, is gonna, are going to borrow this car, but don't know if I'll have gas, so I'll let you know. So developing story, I'll let you know <laughs> how we get to the uh, hotel from the airport tomorrow. Not really sure. Uh, let's see what I have here on my handy dandy index card. Oh, good news, because I always like to talk about black women doing beautiful things on every show. Felicia Rashad, the queen, the everything to so many of us, was named the Dean of College of Fine Arts at Howard University. And I wish I was 17 again, so that I can, a long time ago, go to Howard University just because she's the Dean. Like, how freaking dope. Amazing. So, all the, are you alumni? Oh, we got Valerie's here. <laughs> It's been a couple weeks, and so I haven't got to say Valerie's here. That just happened to be here, and she is a Howard University alumni, so super proud. Do you like get to go roam on campus? You know, see if you you spot her up out there. <laughs> like, I, I kind of would. Yeah. That's amazing. You're just at halftime, and like, there's Felicia Rashad, like. Felicia and Miss, Miss Felicia and Miss Debbie, dope sisters. Um, so yes, all the all the flowers to her at all times, always. What are we gonna say? They're sweet and they feed people. That's <laughs> so sweet. Now she's a dean, so she can really do. I mean, not that she probably couldn't do what she wanted to. I've never had cocoa bread. There's so much judgment in the room right now. <laughs> okay, neither has Courtney. It's not just me. No, never. I. <laughs> there is cocoa bread in the jeans already. <laughs> I don't know if you'll see it, but we see it. <laughs> okay, on to another P. Portia Williams. Okay, I do not watch The Housewives anymore. I used to in the earlier uh, iterations of the show, but I know who Portia is. Who doesn't know who Portia is? And I was curious to know why the internet was in an uproar <laughs> about her allegedly being engaged. So I got a brief description from comment section. So in you know internet culture, if you don't know what's happening, go to a black blog page. <laughs> Uh, specifically one that is frequented by black women. Click, and you will get all the tea immediately. So what I understand is, oh, also I went to get my nails done, and that was what they were talking about in the shop. But apparently Portia was like, is uh, allegedly engaged to someone who was her homegirl on the show or castmate. Not sure you guys can clear it up out there if you know what's up. Um, she's engaged to her hus her friend's husband, who they they aren't divorced yet. And she did that thing that some women do when when they um, get caught up in some mess with a man they shouldn't be really talking to, and be like, "We wasn't really friends like that anyway, girl." And then somebody posted pictures, and I'm looking like you know, they're actually friends. So. Um, 
it'll make a really good R&B song. It's definitely got all the friend of mine vibes. Shout out to Kelly Price. Um, something like that. So that's what's going on in the, the uh, reality TV uh, arena. Also, I saw a picture of Chrissy. Um, you know, Jim Jones never is girlfriend for all of eternity. She just turned 50 and she looked uh, amazing. Um, Google it. You will not be disappointed. Uh, let's see. TV news. The show that I have always refused to watch because it makes grown men cry. Can anyone guess what it is? It is a uh, scripted drama that makes everybody cry. Like every episode, people would post, like, I was just so in my feelings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> was, I didn't even have to go like you know exactly what you're talking about This Is Us is ending for those who didn't know um, after this season yep that's yes no it's not no it is still on this is the last season of This Is Us this is the last season of Pose which is one of the most incredible shows I've ever seen in my life and I was late to the party I must admit Amazing. Yes, I wave at people when I'm hosting. <laughs> also, speaking of endings, Ellen has is stepping down from the Ellen DeGeneres show. So what she what had happened was, right? So <laughs> this is my what had happened was segment. She um former employees came forward and were like, yeah, she'd be on here talking about kindness, but really she's trash. And she's not kind to people and she had a hostile work environment and she's really really awful and then okay rumors of human trafficking not confirmed all of that kind of happened at the same time and then she disappeared she wasn't on social media like tiffany haddish was guest hosting the show for like ever they've had some other celebrity guest hosts for like the last year because this was beginning like right maybe the first couple months into the pandemic so ellen disappeared she would post like a video every now and then. I, I watched one where she was, she called Kevin Hart on the phone. It was funny um, from her house with her dogs. But it was like, people were like, what, what's going to happen? Is she going to ever come back to the show? Or are they going to cancel it? Like what's happened? So she decided that she was going to not do it anymore. And she said something like, it just wasn't challenging, <laughs> challenging or whatever. So she's going to do an, uh, a finale episode with, who would you guess people call to interview them for dramatic shit? Anybody want to guess? Who she's going to do is sit down with Oprah Winfrey, of course. She called in Oprah. <laughs> what do you call in for great damage control so you can cry a little and Oprah can go, <gasps> and make the faces. Yeah, so I don't know when that's going to happen, but that's three things. This is us. It's a wrap. Pose. It's a wrap. I'm actually devastated. Just like when I was getting like, oh, my God, I can't believe they were like, oh, it's over. Um, and Ellen, it's a wrap on that as well. So that'll leave room for a new uh, daytime talk show queen person. Um, <laughs> you know, 23, 24. We'll see what happens. Uh, Days of Our Lives <laughs> That's renewed For season 57 and 58 <laughs> I just thought that was interesting 
I have nothing further um, to add to that. To anybody still watch? Okay, so my family members, my family members still watch The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. As long as Victor Newman is alive, as long as Brooke is still being a hoe, because and New Ridge and you know all of their kids are dating each other. I'm building a beautiful now. It's the same thing, you know, like 40 years in or whatever. Um, but as long as that's happening, my people will be tuned in to 10 channel 10 <laughs> after the price is right, which I caught a glimpse of. I haven't watched since Bob Barker left, maybe like twice with Drew Carey hosting, and I couldn't believe that Drew Carey, like his whole face is white hair. <laughs> I was just not ready for that that's not the image i had but um yeah so if you still watch days of our lives great news <laughs> you got at least two more seasons maybe they'll go ahead and let them make it to the 60th season um that is a lot of soap opera i love soap operas that was like my dream job to be a writer for soap operas which led me into writing novels but that's what i really wanted to do like happen that's it for my news. I think I covered everything that I can think of that's going on or that I've seen up till this week. We'll see what happens on the next show. So without further ado, we're going to get into one of my favorite segments, and that is Sipping with Sizzle. Listen. And we rolling. And we rolling. I yeah. heard about this drink. Yo. <laughs> that you have. We might need to just put it right there for a second because it ain't right gonna last there. that long. Uh, yeah, so that's um, it's my barrel aged stunner shades cocktail. I took uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and put them on for them. Look, put your stunners on, yo. Because for sure you're gonna need them shits if you drink more than one of these. Um, we took botanical gin. Uh, it's called lemon petal. It's made right here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we put it in a barrel with maraschino liqueur and mm. violet liqueur and let it hang out for 30 days. It's pretty. And then we like rebottled it. Like we put it back in the bottles it came from, but it made this like super like purple mixed drink. And we're like, yo, this just needs some sort of tonic. Mm -hmm. So we grabbed Fever Trees Elderflower Tonic Water and put it in here. And I've done this. So, so I pretty. want you to do this. Okay. I want you to do this. Just grab that. Okay. You do this thing. Flowers and berries and stuff, yes. guys. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, it's like okay, so you know, I love the cherry bourbon. And this, I like the floral thing that is going on in a grape kind of thing as well. Hold on. This is so good. You should really come up here and get it. <laughs> it's Yo, delicious. here's the ill joint, right? We only made three bottles worth of it. Wow. Yeah, we on the last bottle Immediately. Right now. Why are you this person? What's up? I need to go buy one. Yeah. You need it right now. Get one. Yo, that cocktail it's is super light. There's only 16 left. And it's got like a little. You get 16 cocktails from a bottle. Just a little floral, like it's dainty. If that's the right word. They should just have a flower sitting on top of it. We thought about that, but then they'd be asking us to make like bougie ass cocktails all the time and we it's wouldn't so have time good. to make beer. 
So I was like, mm, I'll give you the goods. You can decorate it at home. How, how do you even come up with this? <laughs> how would you, I, like your mind. It's like, you know what I'm going to do? Like what? We didn't question Dexter when he was in his lab. We just had to do that <laughs> shit and we laughed along, right? Like, I don't know. Like, honestly, I just have these moments where I'm like around the stuff so much. I'm like, yo, it's got to be different. It's got to be new. Like... This can't be a one-trick pony. Like, we can't be doing... I can't go to every bar and get the same Vimin Petal Gin fucking cocktail. I've never right? had anything that tastes like this. That's the goal. You know why? Because nobody's talking to you in the craft industry, and that's the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, you just happen to have access to somebody who's, like, been in the gray space, like, their whole fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been too ghetto for my white friends, but, like, too preppy for my hood friends. So yeah. I've been in the gray space... And craft beer was, like, the only place I could function in the gray space where everybody would come through, right? So now I'm like, yo, I'm about to show y'all some shit, right? Now we got folks out here eating motherfucking Grippos at the bar. (laughs) There are Grippos at the bar. Then two together. Yeah, my suburban friends fucking up these Grippos. It's it's a very hood bougie experience if you couple the two. Bougetto. That was a song, wasn't it? (laughs) That was like a song, right? Gibson and and some Grippos. That's Bougetto. Together. That was a fucking song. Experience and watch whatever's on the seat. There's sports. Yeah, there's sports ball on right now. You know, basketball, soccer. And you can get tacos. Because there's tacos. Them burritos are on fire right now. Hold on, flip it again. Delicious. I've never sat here with Camille and she took like three or four. (laughs) I know. I used to go. Okay, I'm normally. Yeah. I'm normally on. I I came out of the chair, (laughs) and she (laughs) might be one sip, two sips into that drink. I've never seen her do this. This is my new favorite. Yeah. We're going to do it again. It won't be barrel-aged next time. We're going to keep the ingredients around. And, like, I just make like it the good. lightness of it, and um, it's not too sweet. It's just real, like, crisp and, like, fresh. So when you put liquor into a barrel, mm-hmm. everything that's harsh in it, mm-hmm. right, the things that are, like, astringent or, like, give you that, like, witch hazel smell or that burn that you normally, like, yeah. feel in your mouth, everything that produces that somehow gets absorbed into the wood. Okay. And it gets left behind when you rebottle. Okay. That's why when you drink older age spirits, they're always smoother. Okay. So yeah, you're like, yeah. yeah, this bourbon was in a barrel for six months. You're like, yo, this motherfucker hits back. <laughs> yeah. like, yo, this one's in for five years. It don't even taste like there's alcohol in it. That is yeah. problematic. That's why like, I said, you know, after two or three anything. of these, put your stunners Woo! on. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know how we used to do it in the club. Yo, shades that is on. That's dangerous. Fucking Mr. Whip Game Proper. Look, you know, that was that was the goal. But we're going to keep doing shit like this up here. And we're going to keep throwing events that, like, actually have some significance to us. Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of people missed the derby party. Y'all fucking crazy. What? I don't even know that happened. Yeah. I have a hat. Yeah. Facebook, yo. It's on Facebook. I'll be seeing everything, but it's I did not Facebook. see that. Look, I have some, all right, so here it is right here, right? I have things. Juneteenth, have your ass here. That's all I'm going to say. Juneteenth. Whole ass Juneteenth party right here. Yeah, we already booked like two musical acts to include uh, Zane Harshaw. Uh-huh. If y'all have never heard of Zane Harshaw, Zane Harshaw's on the spectrum. Yes. Yes, but this never kid is Harshaw. nuts with the guitar. Okay. He pulled up and he was like, I just want to audition so you can see how good I am. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to bring like... 
little base in here and do a little thing. Do a little My thing. man bought five legit axes in here. Damn. Hooked them up, and one of the first joints he played was some Luther Vandross. Love won't let me wait. Right here in the fucking brewery, right? Uh huh. And he gave us what some a song Metallica. selection. He gave us Black Street. That's amazing. Right? Then he went flexing. He was hella flexing. He laid the motherfucking guitar down on the table in front of me and played it like a fucking piano. <laughs> and then this but, kid is mad talented. How old yo. is this kid? Like? Twenty-five. Wow. Twenty-five on the spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's black people exuding excellence mm-hmm. in so many different pockets that we don't even realize. Yeah. So like we have this opportunity to like provide spectrum awareness, yeah. but also promote somebody on the spectrum for their excellence. Like yeah. we're gonna take that because that's what Juneteenth is about, right? Like the freedom for him to explore that yeah. and to come through and be like, yeah, what you want? Blues? You want hip hop? You want some rock? I'm gonna bring you everything. That's- so, Zane Harshaw. Yes, I it's love a, it. It's gonna be a whole vibe in here. He's coming through. I got like three different Juneteenth food trucks coming weekend. through because I know we're gonna run out of food. Yeah, I got dudes doing. Fish fry. We're gonna have a barbecue out there. Like it's, it's so black. I love it. It is like it is. yo. It's my code switch is off, yo. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't have to pretend to be nobody but me. I love anymore, it anymore. And this space is for everybody else. Don't pretend to be shit else. Y'all been going hard since since opening day. Like it's like <laughs> boom boom. And we doing this. And we got this. And it's a blood drive. It's a food drive. It's a party. It's a football. It is. Yeah. It is. DMX, it is like blurred stuff. Yeah, we out here. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. What you mean? Funny though, we're doing that blood drive you talked about. Mm -hmm. We saved twelve lives with that blood drive. That's amazing. Twelve lives saved. Yeah, that that is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's beyond. And we also got some good information. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying about (laughs) my blood pressure. (laughs) I gotta (laughs) stop eating all these fucking burritos. Awesome. This shit's salty as hell. Look, no. Also, let's salt. Right. So, you know, but we learn a lot about gripples. ourselves. And when we do that, we create these opportunities to learn about ourselves mm-hmm. and enhance the community. Like, it starts the conversations that our parents didn't have with us yeah. growing up, right? Mm-hmm. They ain't talk about no money. They ain't talk about no medical. And they ain't talk about no marriage. They was just like, nah, we ain't saying shit in front of y'all about nothing. <laughs> and I was like, well, now here I am, grown as hell. And I don't know shit about nothing. It was, get you a ain't job. Talk about it. Yeah. Make some money. So... Let's utilize the platform, right? Let's keep talking, right? Like, the internet's a motherfucker. If your mama ain't talking, somebody on the internet talking about the shit you want to ask your mama about. I mean, you wouldn't know what the internet is doing, but that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. So, yeah. If you're on his page, then I mean, the internet. about to happen out here. I didn't know that was a thing. Miss Juneteenth. But that's about to happen. Miss Juneteenth said we're doing the right thing. So like just come on out here. Miss Juneteenth said it was good. All right. We got we got we got yeah we got co-signers out here saying we got good shit. Miss Juneteenth from now on. She got cred in this motherfucker. Miss Juneteenth this year. Yes. (laughs) We're gonna keep doing shit like that. We up to 67,000 pounds of food given away this year uh, outside in the parking lot Mm -hmm. with the food soldier and the couch philanthropist. It's going to happen again. Just stay tuned on the book, yo. Like, 
Just be on Facebook because we. I'm not gonna. I don't know what I'm doing, so I can't stop doing shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> just try everything. I understand. Right. I'm legit ignorance on fire about this whole thing. I like, I don't know I what I'm relate. doing, but like, I'm excited to keep doing shit because it's exposing well, us. Well, you to people. do it, and then you're like, nailed it. Okay, that's the formula. Got that. So what's next? <laughs> like, oh, I don't, nailed it. I don't take notes, so I don't know the formula. I just be like, yo, that worked. It worked. I'll go back and look and see what we did and yes. make sure we can do it again. Like. With the stat plus four. Oh, I, I need one of those. Like, <laughs> if they are able to tell you, uh, like people who are working for worth you, like, no, let's not do that. And if they're like, yes, excellent, do it again. That's that's all the feedback you need. <laughs> like that's, the people having a good time. That's pretty much what it keep is. Keep it going. Be on the lookout. We about to do crazy shit like uh, the Barrel and Flow Festival uh, up in over in Pittsburgh. That's the celebration of black beer, black music, black art, black culture, right? Mm -hmm. September 10th, 11th, and 12th. Not only are we going to be there, we just said, fuck it, yo, let's take a bus. So we're going to have the bus out here yeah. to take everybody up there with us. If we got to do two buses, we going, but like... So fun. Y'all have to understand how Summer amazing vibes. this shit some of these breweries that you never have access to mm -hmm. are going to be able to provide you. Like Black Frog in Toledo, like you can't really get his shit. They said like his brewery is like hella small, like it could fit in most people's family room. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he's up there and he's cooking crazy good ass beers. That's you know a saying? fun ass field trip. Yeah, but instead of going up there, we're going. He's going to be in Pittsburgh, so we all going to go there. Mm -hmm. He's going to be in Pittsburgh. Elmatic is going to be in Pittsburgh. Esoteric is in Pittsburgh, right? You see what I'm saying? Elmatic. Everybody's going to Pittsburgh for the festival. Crowns and Hops coming from the West Coast, going wow. to the festival. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. um, the boys at Weather Souls, they coming through. The guys who launched that Black is Beautiful beer collaboration, mm -hmm. they're going to be there. So we get all this excellence in one spot. Yeah. I think I put it out there for Columbus artists. They're still looking. Oh, you tagged me on that. They're still looking for artists. So like, if you do your thing musically, like they paying performers to come to the festival, yo. I don't know why I thought that was here, and I read it and was like, "Is this in Columbus?" I never heard of this. This is in Columbus. No, it's not here. But don't worry. <laughs> that's it's, no, that's even better. <laughs> we'll keep that. For, there's, there's something like that cooking somewhere else. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, like we just get excited about this. We want everybody to be connected to it. Uh, we just extended the black-owned liquor offering up there in the front. Mm -hmm. We added all three of the Sincoro tequilas from Michael Jordan. We added... Tequila. Uh, all right, we're going to have a flex here in just a second, right? We added Bamboo XO. We're adding Duce XO. We've added... Um, That's going to sell out. The, the Bro Brothers. So we got Bro Bros bourbon. Like The first case that came to Ohio, I bought it. I had wow. the first case in the state. They were like, we're going to put it on the shelf. I'm like, nope, give me all of that. I put the first case. Then I found out that Virginia Black, Drake's whiskey line, right? Distributors dropped him because he didn't want his face on the bottles, right? So this shit has he? been sitting. <laughs> For the last two years, the state of Ohio has been trying to sell this, and they've just been discounting it, discounting it, discounting it, right? Wow. I just opened up, and I found the shit. So I bought every bottle left in the state. I bought 139 bottles of Virginia Black. That was all they had Damn. left. I didn't put them all in one location. We drove out to Warren, Ohio, picked up all the bottles, and bought them back here. So get ready for like a fucking draped up and dripped out ass party in this bitch <laughs> where we're going to shut the jukebox <laughs> off and we're going to play Drake all fucking day. It's going to be a whole fucking vibe, yo. He definitely like, has enough songs. So yeah, like you can do that. You're not going to run out of Drake songs. Drake nonstop for so long. But that's how hard we gonna ride for all of our shit. Like, yeah. so if y'all got She's so brands, excited. yeah, like, <laughs> yo. Cause I heard somebody out there make mixers. Somebody in the city, it's a black, a female owned black 
company that makes mixers, like alcohol mixers. Like, Who are you? Can that's you what I'm saying. Like me? people keep telling me about you, but they don't tell me the name of your brand. I can't Who buy your it? shit. Come see me. Call on my account. We are buying shit, yo. We like to talk to you. Yes, like we are. There's too much light on us. We can't absorb all this shit. Like so, step in this motherfucker with us. Please. Give them a reason to keep it on us, right? Please. Step into it with us. I'm gonna be boring in a minute. That's just my life. Like. I mean, not if you keep posting pics on the internet. Yo, yo chill, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Page six. Yeah. Hello, miss. I just be. I realize I can't do my Facebook like I used to do my Facebook. You know what I'm saying? But we out here, y'all. Keep the people like, going. Okay. You know, like. <laughs> She pretty as fuck. I had to advertise that. That's, I'm out kicking my coverage. I'm letting motherfuckers know now. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like, yo. It's like, yo, he did what? I'm like, I did that, bro. I did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, gorgeous. I'm doing things. Miss, you know what I'm saying? Miss lady. Yes, she is. She's beautiful, yo. Speaking <laughs> of which, um, I'm going to hop off of here. Okay. <laughs> Before my cheeks start turning red much. and shit. Like, you're I fuck with y'all. You know? All right. We'll see you yo. next time. Look, put my business all the way out there like that. <laughs> Doing my job, just doing my job. That was sipping with sizzle. And wait, tell me the name of this again. Stunner Shades. Stunner Shades. You need it. You no want it. Stunner. No hard art. No okay, so when I was in college, my roommate was from Houston. And um, we were the most mismatched possible roommates, but loved her. But she would always say, You you pronounce every letter of every word. <laughs> you can, I can tell that you are from Ohio. Um, shout out to Trey. I haven't talked to her in many years. But she was, no, she was from New Orleans, moved to Houston. Katrina, I remember that happened. Her family moved to Houston. But I remember, I'm just going to go in memory lane real quick because I can't because this is my show. Um, being in the room comparing, like, the differences like she like okay so what do you call this and i say pop she like no this is a cold drink <laughs> like no but it's a pop <laughs> she's like no it's cold drink so stuff like that just a little segue right there <laughs> like i will always remember that and that experience of us oh and they say make groceries and i'm like we're gonna go and go grocery shopping and she like what <laughs> no we make we're gonna make groceries i'm like but you're not actually making anything they're already at the store and you're gonna go shop for them. So, dialects, people, dialects. But that was Sipping with Sizzle, and I'm very excited to get my guest up here. She's so cute, <laughs> and she's so wonderful. So welcome, Courtney, to Ron, right? Yes. Alexander, <laughs> to the Soul Dope Show. I'm Thank so you. happy to finally have you on here. We were supposed to do this, like, weeks ago. It's okay. Flowers, move the flowers here. I'll just move them. Yeah, don't want to block a face. How's that? Yeah. I have to have my flowers. Um, they used to just be the white ones, but then Jasmine was being a hater, um, and she went and For added. The <laughs> she was not <laughs> filling my all white flowers at all. So those, these are the table flowers. Welcome. Thank you. So excited to have you here. Uh, my my backstory with Courtney, how I met Courtney, is how I met a lot of artists here. Not even really sure what show it was, but it was probably at Lincoln Cafe. <laughs> probably the Ness. Right. <laughs> Shout out to JG. <laughs> and during the Ness era, if you were here, if you if you know, you know. Um, but my introduction to you was 
in poetry mm-hmm. with Miss Blonde Girls yes. and Heather uh, Christian. Yes. Oh man, the golden the golden days of yes. Thursday nights. <laughs> um, and then I remember one time we were all in Dayton doing um, one of Rhonda Lloyd Peck shows at a Mexican place. <laughs> I don't even and that and I it was like half poetry and half R and B. I don't even know if you remember that, but I was there with Ray Woods and Rhonda Rochelle, and we went. And then you guys were doing the poetry part, yes. and we was just all up in there. I remember <laughs> Cincinnati, Dayton, mm-hmm. Columbus artists. But those are like my freshest memories of you or my earliest memories of you mm-hmm. um and also you smiling and telling everybody that you love them I like love always you. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter how long it's been since you like seen her in person it is immediately i love you and that is just beautiful because people need the love how are you you've been out here yes i'm maintaining um just really trying to continue my work um, mm-hmm. with my nonprofit, continue to build relationships and connect. I love connection. Yes. Uh, that's very important to me. So just really trying to be out there because I've kind of been behind the curtains a little bit. Yeah. But I've had a few events and things that I've done that it was like, hey, it's time to come out and shine. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. Well, we're going to go through the journey of your thing. So like I said, my, my introduction was poetry and mm-hmm. now you're writing uh other things other than poetry yes this book right here yay right here i'm gonna let her tell you about that and then yeah let's you tell them quickly about the book and then i really want to get into the nonprofit. yeah um your story and all that yes so this is the black woman's guide to love and business a blueprint to self-mastery um i was given the opportunity to be one of the co-authors of this book um, to pretty much give our stories and what does self-mastery look to, look like to us. Okay. Um, so it was a very uh, humbling experience and to know that I'm a part of, you know, 11 other beautiful women yeah. to be able to give our story, connect, and hopefully be able to change lives. Yeah. So I was very vulnerable about my childhood, about how I view love mm-hmm. and just different aspects of my life that I had to really dig deep and center myself and just say hey this is what i want to do and i want to be vulnerable because even in my poetry my writings i always want to speak about things no matter how harsh and how hard it may be because somebody else may not have the ability to do that at the time and just really give my voice yeah i love it so is it where can people get it um, currently, you could just reach out to me okay. to get your copy. Um, I am on Instagram, free to love you, free, the number two, the word love, the letter U. Um, on Facebook, Courtney Tehran, T-E-R-R-A-N, Alexander. And yeah, that's that's where you'll find me. And I've tagged all the things, so if you're watching it, just click it and go like stalker like normal yeah. people do. <laughs> Facebook stalker. Go ahead and follow her <laughs> on all of the things. So... We'll back up. We'll back up to your nonprofit. Yeah. Um, I, I've been watching like over the years and then when you got like your LC and you're like, ah, <laughs> like, you make the post and they're very, very exciting. So I already know. Um, so Project UGLY 614, right? Project Ugly Ohio. Project Ugly Ohio. Yes. Um, is the name of your nonprofit. Someone asked if there is a website because they would like to send you money. So currently I don't have a website. I do have a cash app 
which is P J U Ugly. Okay. So that is currently my form of payment that I am receiving. I also have Zelle and things like that. So just reach out to me. Okay. Um, you can reach out to me on my regular Instagram or Project Ugly Ohio. I am on mm -hmm. Instagram for that page. Yes. PJU Ugly on Cash App. Wrote it down so I can add it on to my notes there. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's right yes. there. Okay. If you didn't find it, let me know. Because in my mind, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to let you, because this is your story, mm -hmm. um, take us back to what happened with you that ultimately led to Project um, Ugly Ohio being born created. Yes. So there's a few things. One, Ugly came from a underground artist named Inhala. Uh, she did a song for young women uh, mm -hmm. called Ugly, You Gotta Love Yourself. And I reached out to her and asked her, could I use the acronym? Because I wanted to do Project Ugly. Mm -hmm. So it was a different, it was a broader span because I wanted to tackle the ugly parts about us. Yeah. Things that we crit criticize them ourselves the most about, things that we feel like are ugly inside of us, and let's address those things so mm -hmm. we can be better to love ourselves, to love other people. Um, then I really started to dive deep into Project Ugly when our dear friend Marshawn McCarroll uh, took his life at the State House. Um, that was very hard for me. Yeah. Um, it was a very deep and dark space that I went into because I could relate to that pain. Um, so from that point, I said, how can I, how can I be of help? How can I be another avenue for those who are struggling silently and openly? Because there yeah. are some people who openly struggle. Yeah. Um, so then I got to a place where, you know, I started being challenged in my sexuality. Like, and I love God. I'm very heavy in the church. And then I was sitting there on my bed one day and I just went into this really, really dark space. And um, sometimes you don't know how dark of a space that you're in. Um, it's not planned all the time of mm -hmm. you wanting to take your life. It's not, you know, when you go and you see people, there is no age limit. There is no look of depression or anxiety right or that. mental health. There's not, not a look. You never know. Um, and I was like, you know, God, you don't want me here. You know, if I'm going to date the same sex, then why am I going to be alive if I'm going to hell? Why am I going to? I already don't like my life in general and the things that I've been through. I didn't know how to deal with my trauma in a healthy way. So I just wanted to give up. But I've been dealing with uh, suicidal thoughts since I was a teenager. Oh. And when I went back in my writings, like my old journals and things like that, I was like, oh, wow, I said that at 16. Yeah. Oh, I said that at 13. So there was a, you know, a line of me having these mental health things, but not being able to heal. And not probably at that age, not even having any idea that that was a thing. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember thinking about mental health as. It, wasn't a conversation. it, was, it was not something that was ever talked about. So it was never, you can never really express it. Or right. if you did, it was depress your ass in there and wash the dishes. Right. Or, you know, like, you were going, what are you talking about? You, know, you, you got having food, a temper tantrum. You got a roof over your head. Yeah. Like, there was no mental health converse, converse, Yeah, no, yeah. at all until, you know, you get older and then expand who you're around and your experiences. And you're like, oh, <laughs> like, there's a whole field for this? Yes. Like, <laughs> this is, it's been around oh. for years. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so you 
read the thing and realized, you know, and I'm glad that you didn't. Um, we're all happy that you're here. Thank you. Because there are... I love you. <laughs> so many teenagers that you're going to touch and women and men and just people of all walks of life yes. and backgrounds and you being able to share that and that's hard. Yeah. And I appreciate you for not skipping over it. Yeah. At all. Because you could just be like, yeah, and some stuff went down. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it kept it and real it was general. horrible. Right. And then I wrote a book. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I want to be as transparent as possible. I always want to, like, especially in my poetry, I'm sharing things about my mm-hmm. past of dealing with sexual trauma and yeah. things like that. So now I have an event called Stay. Um, I came up with a name. I was sitting at the table and I was like, what do I want to name my event? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you matter and all these other things. And I was like, Stay. You know, when you think about your loved ones, when yeah. they think about you, they want you to stay. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, I came up with an acronym, like probably a year later, called Stories That Aspire You. And that's the acronym for stay because aspire means to take action mm-hmm. um, versus inspire. So your story can heal someone else and all these other things. So I've had five events total. I want to continue to do that. Yes. Give out My call to action is give out mental health mm-hmm. information because wh- where, do you, where do you find it? You know, and making sure it's a safe space for people to talk about poetry. I mean, talk about their mental health through art. I love art. I love poetry, dance, painting, whatever, art, food. food So all of that is going on at the stage event. (laughs) (laughs) So that is is important to me. I never really talked about my story, so thank you. Um, even and I my, did ask beforehand because I think that's important. I don't like to put people on the spot. Like, mm-hmm. is that okay? If it's not okay, we talk about something else. Right. But she was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I appreciate that. Like, even I'm, on my I, Facebook, I haven't put my story. Yeah. So that's going to be my next mm-hmm. project is telling why yeah. I have Project Ugly, why it's so important to me. We That young lady that just passed away, uh, she called her boyfriend 66 times. And she's at Niagara Falls, 19 years old, and jumps. Like, Someone that just posted, um, one of my Facebook friends, I woke up, and he had made a post, like, and it just said something like, I wish we had done more. And I guess there was a young man who was on live, you know, saying that he was going to take his life. And people were like, no, you know, yeah. what you would do, like, your natural reaction is like, no, we love you, don't. Right. And then he really did. Yeah. And the... Um, I didn't get to dive in as much as I wanted to, but in the statistics that I looked at were a little bit dated, Mm -hmm. but still insane for black youth suicide rates. I think it was like as of 2003, and then I looked, um, and it was like briefly a 2020, but it is a conversation that really needs to be had often. It makes um, black people uncomfortable because we don't do that. But right. yes, the hell we do. Yes, we do, yes. especially our younger people. And then I know people who have parents who um, have, I don't know, the terminology and how people are referring to it because it was always committed suicide. And I was like victim of suicide. Mm-hmm. Like there's different ways to say it. Right. Um, because it is so deep. Like it's such a mental like in a space that is more than just somebody imagine where you would have to be I mean and you know yeah to get there like in my own struggles with depression and um like I had postpartum depression really mm. bad um grief trauma 
and I remember I never thought about taking yeah. my life. He's you name it, like a lot of shit has gone down in my life. Mm -hmm. But I remember like in the darkest moment, A, I had a nervous breakdown a few years ago and was just driving around Columbus. And I still to this day don't remember. I remember leaving mm. and I remember being on McNaughton. Mm. And then I was like on Nelson Road. And then I woke up the next morning, like so much could have happened. But I remember thinking I would never do that, but I now understand why someone would. Right. Because you just, it's just, and it's not about um, hurting people or you're not in a space where you're thinking like, I'm gonna leave my family behind. And, and you know, cause people are like suicide is so selfish. And yes. I used to think like that too. Like, yes. why would you leave your family and friends to hurt for that? Some people believe that they tr truly believe that people will be better off without them on mm -hmm. the planet or it's not even a thought all you know is that it hurts yeah. and it hurts in a way that you have can't even imagine life hurting mm -hmm. and you want it to be over with like so i can see how people get there right. and it's not as difficult as people think which is the evidence is in the numbers mm -hmm. that this has to be a and conversation it's still happening it's still happening so even with now like if you're in a crisis if you're watching this if you're having a dark moment reach out to someone that you love that loves you and i know it's hard because you don't want to be a burden to them you don't mm -hmm. want to have that conversation um if you don't want to do that you can text home to 741741 and a professional will reach out to you and have a conversation with you and talk to you mm -hmm. through that crisis and i've done it a couple of times so i can actually attest that this works they're mm -hmm. so kind and they're on the other side That's they don't wonderful. see you they don't have to talk to you you're just texting sometimes like you don't want somebody who knows you yeah. you want somebody who has no idea who can really just from an outside place yeah If you, you want to yeah. talk to someone or need to yes. right now, you know, there are people yes. who want to help. And I know you don't want to be in pain anymore. None of us do. But there is a way that we can help each other as a community to heal. Yeah. And you're not in this alone. 741-741. You text home to 741-741. And that's it. They're going to talk to you. Yeah. That's it. They're, they're not there to judge you. They're just there to listen to what you have to say. I had literally had a mental breakdown at work in the bathroom, in the bathroom stall, texting this lady. Um, and just that was it. And I calmed down and was able to go back to work, regroup, and then be able to go home and deal with whatever I was dealing with. Yeah. So, yeah, I go to counseling. I do whatever that I need to do to try to help myself. Currently, I'm on medication. I know people are opposed to that. You can wing off of it. Just it's get, it's yeah. chemicals, like it's yeah. science. So if my stomach hurts or my heart has yeah. issues, you're not gonna be like, no. You're <laughs> like, gonna find some heart don't medication. Give me something. So, so if you go to a professional <laughs> not crazy. who is not really, cause you can tell somebody's just trying to throw drugs at you, but right. a lot of therapists, that's like the last resort yes. that they want to give you. That's what you want. And if they're like, we got something, let's try it. Let's try a low dose. You know, mm -hmm. there's it's science. Science has something for every part of your body, including your brain and your, your emotions. <laughs> and I don't know people disconnected like you're not supposed to medicate your brain. Y'all be smoking everything else anyway. Right. Like, go and get... figure, figure it out. <laughs> there's nothing get wrong. If you need it, you need it. Yeah. I'm team therapy all the way. Um, therapy 
literally saved my life, mm. saved my sanity. Um, I am team uh, go to a therapist that looks like you because they're going to get you. And if they don't, then pick another one because you can shop for therapists. Yeah. You don't have to stick with the first one you meet. Yes. <laughs> like, I definitely have a few different ones. Yeah. And they've all helped me through different parts of my life. And Yeah. Yeah. They can relate to the the one I went to, and I need to go back if we're honest, because you should go when you're feeling good too. Yes. Um, to help you like, just manage the thing. But I remember going to the first session, and I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and one of my best friends was like, "B word, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're losing it. Like you have, you need to go get some help." <laughs> and eventually, I was like, "All right." Mm-hmm. And it was not hard to make an appointment. Um, most insurances pay for mental health treatment or right. therapy counseling, whatever. And if you don't, some of them are really cheap. Um, but if you will, you know, what what better thing can you invest in than your mental health? So even if you have to pay for it, pay for that shit. Mm-hmm. But I went and was like, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to say I what I have to say. I was just telling her what I have to say and, and, and see what she think I should do. And really sat down and it was like, <laughs> okay, so... Why are we here? What's going on? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> My life. Oh, and then I don't know what to do because it really is a point where you just don't know. It's like it's just so much. Yeah. And you just don't know what to do with all of it. And these people know how to give you tools for every little thing. Like mm-hmm. it was like an exercise. Of, you feel like you're about to have a panic attack. Um, start making a list of your favorite albums. <laughs> like, just stop everything and just make a list in your mind. I know. Yeah. The co- I saw cocktails and conversations. Yes. Are you a co-host now? Or are you were you a guest? Like, what? People don't know what that. I, everybody doesn't know what that yes. is. So tell them what it is. <laughs> so Dr. Jesse Sanders, J E S S E Sanders. Uh, he invited me to become a co-host to cocktails and conversations yes. to have. He's a licensed therapist, uh, so it's just very important to have these conversations about what's going on in our community um, and just our mental health, our families, our in-homes, how to co-parent, just all these different levels to it. Um, yeah, so. So it's him, Micah Dixon? Yes. Follow her Instagram, so I'm familiar now. Yes. If you're trying to keep what she is. Um, host on one of the radio stations. I can't remember which one, right? Or she was. She is a host on the radio okay, station. Okay, she is a host on the radio station. Yes. I'll be trying to keep keep up with what's going <laughs> on here. But if you want something more like conversations like these, conversations like that, because a lot of people can't sit down with their co-parenting partner because people don't be co-parenting. They be co-arguing right. and co-fighting and right. co-jealous and co-everything <laughs> co- That's not my experience, but, but everything but co-parenting. And <laughs> not co-adulting. Not co-adulting. Not co-anything but the drama. But there's conversations going on, and I know that a lot of you, that is what you're looking for, you know, to get into that. Yes. So we're here at So Dope Show. Say, let's talk about it, and we're talking about things out here. Also... My favorite, favorite, favorite segment is now. Okay, Jasmine, you got the timer. This is called 30 Seconds of Joy. Okay. So what you're going to do is think of something that makes you ecstatically happy. It could be anything, like anything from something silly um, to something, you know, deep and and hard and profound, Mm -hmm. like people say to kids. Like, duh, we know your kids. Wow, I hope your (laughs) kids make you happy. Um, It can be Cheetos. It doesn't really matter. So you think of a thing, and then for 30 seconds, Jasmine will put the timer on. You're going to look into the camera, Mm -hmm. and you're just going to gush about your thing. Okay. 
Let me think about my thing. Okay. <laughs> I need five seconds. Okay. Pick your thing. Let me know when you're ready. Three. No pressure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. She got to tell so you to go. My ready? 30 seconds of joy. Wait, no, don't do it yet. Okay. Is it <laughs> time? Right. This is 30 seconds of joy with Courtney Teron Alexander on the So Dope Show. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Go. Okay, so I am so joyful of old people. Okay, all my <laughs> friends know that I love old people. They're so cute and adorable, and I just want to hug them. My grandmother, she is, she'll be 99 this year, so she's the cutest thing ever, and I just love how much wisdom they have, how wrinkly they are, and just, like, how much attitude and spice they have when they get older. I'm like, I love that so much. Be mean. You better tell me. Stop talking to you. So, old people, I got you, and I'm going to protect you. Okay? <laughs> that was a new one. <laughs> my friends, I will cry. I'm like, oh, my God, they're so old. I, I, I briefly did, like, a temp job running the office of a senior citizen home mm -hmm. and it was the best job out of everything except for so dope <laughs> that that i have done like i did not want it to be over mm -hmm. because they would just come in with the issues and i would be like <laughs> okay miss so and so and you know you would see some of them were there their families live a million miles away and you just it was just something about it like i just want to come and Sing to you and crochet with you. Yes. So I feel the exact same way. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank him. you so much. Thank you for being here. You and Jerry, I definitely have to come back, like for real. Yes. Um, and then whatever else you have going on. Okay. Thank you for back. having me. I appreciate you. I love you. I love you too. I love her. <laughs> I have her back. So don't try it. So don't try it. <laughs> I was okay. Like, no, no, you're going to beat him up at all. And I smile at the same time. I love her. Thank, Thank you. you. So now it is time for meme mess. I want to make up a song and a thing. Good job, man. It's a mess. I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first one <laughs> was Jasmine. <laughs> Okay, my first name that I saw. Oh, you gotta taste this. <laughs> um, there was a picture of a young man and a young woman, and they were dressed up. Like she had her freakum dress on, and he had on his nice little jacket. I know, right? He had on his jacket, you know, like his dinner jacket, and it looked really nice. And the caption said, "Are you okay with your spouse going on friend dates?" Bitch, where? <laughs> <laughs> I saw. <laughs> Mixed responses, mostly that. But <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. That was that was the media reaction. Let me process okay. it a little bit. Think Let about me run it. this back though, because okay. but the picture was clearly chosen to incite a certain reaction. Yes. Of hell no, because why she got on a miniskirt? So okay. with that reaction, with that photo, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> um, they were adorable, like, but. Hear me out. Really okay. Most of you who know me know that my best friend mm -hmm. is of the opposite sex. Hey, David. Hi, David. Um, <laughs> and we do go out mm -hmm. and hang out mm -hmm. relatively often. Mm -hmm. My husband is well aware. 
David was in my wedding. Uh-huh. Sometimes he takes my kids without me. Yes. <laughs> he is my actual friend. Mm -hmm. However, <laughs> big comma, <laughs> like 3D comma. Comma.org, okay. I do not put on a freakum dress because when I go out with my best friend, it is a hangout with my friend. We're probably it is eating not chicken. A sneaky link. I'm always eating chicken. With my best friend. <laughs> Tacos. There is never a need for me to have on something the that I cannot wear that. panties with. Correct. <laughs> to go hang out with my best friend mm -hmm. because that's weird because he's my actual friend. Now, the guy who your girl has in her phone saved his best friend and it's F-R-A-N-N, she's fucking him. <laughs> That's free game. Ladies, friend. the girl in his phone saved his sis, little sis, baby Dude. sis, boo, homie, he's fucking her. There is nothing like someone being called <laughs> sis by someone who is seeing you naked. No. Been there, read the comment like, <laughs> ew. So that being said, don't get misled by that cis crap by women because people use that in a condescending way all the time. I don't call people cis because because my sister's name is Pulisha, and I that's enough. <laughs> she is enough for me. Um, also because. And when sis first came to be a thing, it was people was on some bullshit. Now sus with the S U S. So yes, when it's when it's genuine, I'm I'm warm to it. But as culturally in general, y'all know y'all be on some bullshit, and I know it, and I see it, and I ain't gonna pretend. Y'all ain't gonna gaslight me <laughs> with um sis. But anyways, um, <laughs> so if a dude say it, don't don't automatically assume that that's what he really means. To the meme and all its mess, <laughs> we do know that a picture says a thousand words, and that picture clearly said that somebody's getting fucked tonight. Also, um, <laughs> if my man wants to go on a friend date with his homegirl, mm -hmm. she's gonna have to be someone who's always been around. Absolutely. I already know she's been to the barbecue. And they like, we want to, and it depends on where they're going. But mostly, like, <laughs> if he, like, I'm going to meet Keisha and we go go get a burger at we're Red Robin, bowling. I'm going to be like, uh, peace out. I'm about to watch my shows. Tell Keisha I said, what's up? Now, if he got to go get his three-piece suit, sign his shoes. But I ain't sure never heard of Keisha before. And he show up in all his favorite B-boy <laughs> stancing. He, all right, babe, I got a reservation, you know, for 8.30 at J. Alexander's with uh, Carol over here, and I don't know who the hell she is. No. Understand, three things are going to happen in order. You will not make it out the house. You may dial nine. You may even dial one. You won't get to that third one. <laughs> I have a male best friend. Hey, Mo. He literally is on Instagram today like, are you going to take me to brunch tomorrow? And I was like, nah, I'm getting on a plane. But when I come back, absolutely. We've been friends. Ever. For like, how does my daughter's 13, before I was pregnant with like 15 years. That's um, about how long me and David have been friends. We yeah. met at, working at Chase, and we've been through a lot of stuff. And anybody who I'm with is going to know. Like, absolutely. he's my daughter's goddad. So if we're going to brunch 
we're going to brunch. That's about it. But if I suddenly come up with a new best friend named, what's his name? Demetrius or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And he's bro. I'm sorry for all Demetrius in the world. That is not a whole name. I apologize. Demetrius is probably I not just a know one in particular. Now I'm making up a whole character in my head. <laughs> but if all of a sudden Demetrius is like, oh yeah, Demetrius he is in town. He got 360 waves in a Beijing. That's some BS. Like, yeah. fellas, she don't. He only no ever name. wears gray sweats. If you ain't never heard of Demetrius, <laughs> and he just come in town from like middle school or something. Mm-hmm. If you ain't heard about him, it's enough. So friend dates, depends. See, it wasn't a hard no. Ladies and gentlemen, it was It's context. an initial hard no. <laughs> Initially, it was a hell no. <laughs> context, but I had to also, I have a lot of male friends that I've never seen naked, nor do I want to. Many of them have shown me engagement rings before they proposed. Yes. Um, and we're going to Taco Tuesday, but also I am not necessarily someone that you can say you can't go to. <laughs> Absolutely not. Because uh, yeah, we wouldn't be together in the first place. Like, there has to be a, a very strong level of trust in a relationship for me. There also if has I'm to with be you, transparency, though, too. If I'm with you, you're going to know who the homies are. Even if somebody does drop in from college, if I'm with you because I don't really do with Not somebody that. unless I'm really, like, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But that's not the case with a lot of people because people be cheating and people be trash. But we're going to save that for the group chat. Um, episode Ooh, on the 26th. Definitely say that for the group <laughs> chat. I got some good stuff. Like, for but the no, group chat. like one of the first people that my husband introduced me to was a friend of his that has been his friend since he was like 10. Uh huh. Woman. Oh, yeah. I met her. They can go to talk to I met her husband. Mm-hmm. I met their kid. Mm-hmm. I've been to her house. She's been to my house. That don't be neat. That's that his don't friend. always mean something, though. Because I don't see some No. Scenario. I mean, but not when in your you, case. When you see people and how they interact, mm-hmm. most women have, you know, their own intuition. And some don't. And some don't. Sis, or they get do your and life. they don't follow it and then trust yourself. I would say they don't follow their intuition. Exactly. But she was one of the first people in his world that I met. Mm-hmm. To that same effect, literally one of the first times that my husband and I, when he was still just, you know, that dude who called after 8 p.m. Because that's when he got off work at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the first times we went out, because I was unsure, David took me to meet him. Mm. And they got introduced then. This is my best friend. Since. Yeah. He's got my number. But it's not Demetrius. Just tomorrow, you're going to go home like I'm going... Out. I don't know, baby, if you're watching. <laughs> I don't know who this Demetrius is. is. Who is Demetrius? <laughs> you know my best friend. You know my semi-friend. Demetrius is a fictional character you that we made associates. up today. <laughs> I don't have friends who walk around in gray sweats. <sighs> but... <laughs> So about this Demetrius, though, I have, I, <laughs> I made it up. Can we get a Demi- Demetrius? If you are out there with your 360 waves and Beijing beard and your gray sweats all the time, and I figure you probably lived on your Nana's couch for the first 15 years of your life. We going to talk about, can we talk to you? Gr- the grandma house experience. If you have an, you apost- know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. <laughs> if you have an apostrophe in your name, 
and your three favorite shoes are slides. Let me slides, write that down for the next show. Hit us up. We want to have you on the next show. If you are 18 and over, because... You can defend Demetrius no. around the world. If you can defend the Demetrius, the Daquans, <laughs> the Tyshawns... There ain't no defense uh, for them. They ain't shit. They know they ain't shit. Oh. If right, your name ends right. with Tay... <laughs> go, go give us a call. <laughs> I can't end the show from here. We want to talk, The show bro. is ending right now. <laughs> Because I have nothing else to say. The Black Women's <laughs> Black Women's Guide to Love and Business, a blueprint to self mastery. Uh, hit Courtney up at Free to Love on Instagram. Just go look at my posts and you know click her name and uh, get a book and be supportive and support her things. I also need to shout out the family of birds that are up here. They have built a nest inside of a pipe or something, and they flow freely you know they've been with us since we arrived to set up shout out to nature and spring and amen thank you for watching the soldo show i will see you in two weeks the soldo show